Welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We have another great one for you today, so please be ready to be inspired, encouraged, and ready to take action. Here we go. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we are always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. Today, I have a motivator, I have an encourager, I have a man of his word that is going to inspire us today. I have Mr. Mike Warren, all the way from the other side of the world. Mike, how's it going, sir? Oh, Lawrence, it's great, mate. Thank you for introducing me. Thank you for uh, inviting me on. It's great uh, down under in Australia. Thanks for having me on. All right, all right. So from down under, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and a little bit how how'd we meet. <laughs> so a little bit about myself. I uh, actually spent most of my youth in the fitness industry. So I uh, spent the first 10 to 15 years owning and managing health clubs and being a fitness trainer. And then I lost my way a bit and entered the dark world of uh, corporate, corporate business life. And uh, that took me traveling around the world and got me starting into to drinking and eating and uh, abusing my body sort of uh, fairly frequently. And uh, most recently, one of the reasons we uh, we got together is uh, ditch the dad bod, which is uh, my my passion project to help to help men get back in shape after the age of forty. I tell you what, um, it, I'm a, I'm gonna take this call personally because I I'm right <laughs> at forty, um, and I think I have surpassed the dad bod. Like I'm I'm all in on couch bod, dad bod. I'm I'm everybody bod at this point. Um, what? But Mike, and and I heard a little bit about your story um, in 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 your introduction of yourself. But why is this work so important to you? Um, I, I guess because I. I went through the same journey that most guys our age, I guess guys over 40 go through a similar journey where we, in our youth, we tend to focus on our, our career and then along comes the partner and the kids and we tend to focus on the partner and the kids and we, we put ourselves at the, uh, the head of the household, the income earner, the career person. If you're over 40, you probably come from that type of background. It's changing, but that's kind of the, the institution we've come from. And you tend to forget about your body and you forget about your wellness and you forget about yourself <clears throat> because you're forging ahead, not doing the wrong things, but really focusing on the things you think are important. And then lo and behold, the uh, mother nature comes along and gives you a tap on the shoulder when you get uh, a little bit older and says, hang on a second, it's time to have a bit of a look and see what's happening to yourself, your, your mind, your body, your spirit, all those things maybe taking a bit of a bit of a hammering. And uh, so for me, it's, it's really, it's passionate because I, I did that. I was in the fitness industry and I was as fit as a fiddle and I was doing my career. But in the corporate world, I hit the bottle very hard. I, uh, I went through probably three years where I was what I define as a high functioning alcoholic. I certainly drank a lot. I spent most days starting each day with a vodka shot, which was my typical breakfast. And then I'd wash it down with many beers during the day because I was self-employed and had lots of flexibility. And I did that seven days a week. And uh, so it was a blurry three years where I ran a few businesses and I functioned adequately, but I certainly got to a place where I put on 20 or 30 pounds, drank a bunch of beers and a bunch of vodka, traveled a lot and really abused my body significantly. And then at one point in my life, I said, right, draw a line in the sand. Mine, uh, mine lined up to my 50th birthday. And I said, that's it, had enough. 
drew a line in the sand and decided to get myself in shape. And uh, that took me a good 12 months to, to clean up the body, both of the, the booze, the food, the lifestyle, lose the weight, get in shape. And then I had a bunch of mates tap me on the shoulder and say, Mike, you've, uh, you've got in shape and it's great, but how about you give us a hand as well? And so we, uh, we tried a, a challenge for a bunch of guys probably about a year and a half, two years ago. 200 of them signed up. About 70 of them um, lost a bunch of weight during that challenge. And uh, off the back of that, we had a few guys say, well, what's now? What are we going to do? And they stuck around and we formed a group called Ditch the Dad Bod, which is the group we're going to talk about a bit, which is the uh, the men's health initiative that I now look after. Man, I, I tell you, uh, it's one thing, it's so refreshing uh, because again, in the coaching world, um, to to be vulnerable, to have the courage to tell your story um, and, and, you know, filter it, but but tell the parts that, that really um, mean something to you as a point of transition. Um, that is so, it's so refreshing to, to hear other men do it. Um, I would ask, uh, how did you get to the point of being to able to share your story unfiltered? How'd you get there? I, I guess I, I didn't for a while, to be honest. I, I, um, I got in shape. I drew, drew a line in the sand, got in shape, got, my, got myself together. And then because I've always been a selfish, um, highly focused individual, successful in business and always been self-employed, but I haven't really been into helping others um, intrinsically. I've, I've done it for a fee or for a business. And it was really, it took me a long time for, um, for me to realize that if I'm going to help people properly and if I'm going to give this thing 100%, I've got I've to cut the bullshit. I've got to pull back the curtain. I've got to expose myself and say, look, I understand where you've come from because I came from a dark place too. I've done what you've done. I know how hard it is to get in shape. I know how difficult it is to just stay enough's enough draw a line in the sand and get yourself, get yourself back into where you need to be. And I couldn't do that and look guys in the eye and give them the coaching I know they needed unless I could open my, open my life and be vulnerable and explain where I'd come from so they could, they could get a sense that I knew what I was talking about, not just on the exercise and the coaching side, but I'd actually been through some hard yards and pulled myself together and started a journey. So that became a genuine sort of a, an honesty thing for me to make sure that I wasn't just creating a story that sounded good, but had no, had no sort of depth to it. Yeah. I, I love that because, because in that example, I hear your values. Um, I, I hear just the foundation of you um, being wanting to be the somebody that who was authentic in telling people that, you know, I, and I always tell people I'm my first client. And so if I won't drink my own Kool-Aid, I'm not going to ask anybody else to drink it. And so the fact that you took your own medicine first and you were the model, um, which I believe in leadership, people are looking to see what right looks like. And not mm -hmm. that we, are, we have it all together, but helping people understand we're all works in progress, not, you know, perfect. And so mm -hmm. being that example for people, I think is such a beacon of light and hope. Um, and, and in your description of the things you say you do, um, you're not only motivating, but you want to create safe spaces. Tell me about safe spaces, why that's important. Yeah, I think what, what I've learned, and I've, I've, I've got the luxury of having a, a strong background in training 
um, both training guys and girls in the fitness sense. So my background in coaching and fitness and gym from my from my younger years and then my professional career has been executive coaching leadership training and working with individuals and a lot of behavioral psychology and a lot of getting inside guys heads and figuring out what makes them tick so i've, I've got a pretty good insight into the human behavior and what makes guys tick and then being a bloke myself and understanding my mates and understanding how we tick it became fairly obvious very quickly that guys do need when it comes to ditching the dad bod and getting in shape they need a different style of motivation we we don't uh, join a facebook group like ditch the dad bod and start talking straight away and start interacting we're like guys at a barbecue we turn up we stare at the flames for a few minutes we don't talk we might burp or we might fart or we might make a couple of noises but we don't actually engage because we're focused on finding our place and space and then after a little while, we'll make a couple of, you know, a couple of one word comments, then we'll start interacting. And then only when we feel safe and we feel comfortable, then we'll start interacting. And it's really important for the guys who come into the group that we don't expect them to go, hi, my name's Mike and I'm from such and such and such. It's not the big intro, the bells and whistles. That will happen. But over time, the guys get more comfortable and they'll introduce themselves in a month's time when they're safe and when they're comfortable. And that's what makes it a great place for the guys to come and get the motivation and get the guidance because they don't feel intimidated. I, lo I love that. I absolutely love that. Because, it, and again, it, in the, all the spaces of leadership and coaching, um, there, there's kind of the three elements of know, like, and trust, right? And, and as guys, like we, we show up to something and like you said, staring. I love your your example, staring into the fire, right? And and as mm -hmm. I'm staring, I'm 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 watching, I'm observing. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing how people are moving. I'm seeing how they're engaging. And do do I <laughs> do I do I feel like I can know, like, and trust them moving forward enough for me to share a little bit and then share a little mm -hmm. bit more. And so I I love the fact that you understand that. Um, and, and that you understand just men in general and the way we, the ebbs and flows of us. Um, I, I love that. And so today, um, what do you say to the, the man out there who, you know, the hustle and grinder uh, of it all, you know, he's got to hustle and grind. Um, hmm. How do you respond to that man? I, I think, I think when you're in, and we've all been through this, Lawrence, I think when you're in the hustle and grind, the last thing you want is some smart ass coming along and saying, don't hustle, don't grind, you know, focus on yourself, go meditate, go think of your body. That's not the space you're in. So, you know, when the, when, when you're in that space and when you're grinding and hustling for an outcome, the last thing you want is someone coming along and trying to tell you what to do. So that's, it's really important. It's the old adage of when the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And as coaches, we're all familiar with that. You know, that person cannot be coached until they put their hand up and say, look, <clears throat> I need help. And so if I was talking to a guy, say over 40, who was embedded in his career and was starting to lose a bit of focus on himself, it's a, it's a round, don't leave it too late. Yes, get a career. Yes, make a bunch of money. Yes, be in business. Do all the things you need to do, but don't leave it too late to have a look at yourself. Think about your mind. Think about your body. Think about your family, your kids, your partner. Think about your wellness. Start doing something to keep your body attached to its own wellness. Don't change your life completely, but don't lose focus. Don't park it for too long. 
because the guys who join the group either come in one of two ways, either they come in because of a health intervention. So something's happened to their body. They've had a, a heart problem, a breathing problem. They've had an illness and they're in the group because their doctor has said, you need to get in shape. That's one way the guys come into the group. The other way is they've either realized or their wife, their partner, their kids, someone has given them a kick up the bum and said, you need to look after yourself. We're okay. Go and spend some time looking after yourself. And that's the awareness piece. But what we don't want is too many of the guys coming in because they left it too late and their health intervention is too serious and their journey back is going to take too long and they're never going to get back in shape again. Man, that is, man, you're, you're speaking to me. You're, I, told, I told you today was going to be more about me than, than anybody else. Because um, former, former military having to do it five, six, seven days a week, um, and it just was an eight to, to be physically fit or mm. fit enough to get through a fight. Right. And that, and that was the thing. Be fit enough to get through the fight um, and, and hopefully drag somebody out if you need to. But but since I've been out the last five and a half years, um, I'd love that. Don't leave it too late. And as as you hustle and you look for goals and you write things down, um, one of the things that I had to come to awareness about was there was no fitness goal. There was nothing health wise. Like I, I had professional development on the list of things that I needed to do. But there was nothing about the wholeness of me. Because again, if, if I'm not healthy, I'm not going to do whatever I'm trying to do well. I'm going to be tired, won't have the energy, won't have all the rest of that stuff. And, um, and it literally just happened this, you know, this past weekend of me straining myself and my body telling me to sit down. And yes. it was like, man, but if I was in better shape, would the recovery time be quicker? Because I was mm -hmm. in better shape, but it was like, but things go longer and last longer as far as injuries are concerned when you're not in a good, healthy place to begin with. Um, and so I love your don't leave it too late um, or when there's a health intervention because I have that in my family from a male's perspective. They just go, yes. go, 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 go. And then when a health thing hits, it puts them down. For months, they're down. And mm. so um, when, you, when we talk to men, and particularly in those two areas, I love those health intervention or someone said, it's okay to look after yourself. Um, I love those two factors. Um, when you see a person who their family finally says, hey, it's time for you to look after yourself, what's generally their block of not going all in on, mm -hmm. no, nah, I, I got time, <laughs> right? When you see some of the blocks yeah. there? I think a lot, of, a lot of guys live in the past. You just did. We all do. We live in the past to when we were fit, when we were healthy, when we were at college, when we were playing sports, hitting the gym, doing that stuff. And we draw this unrealistic parallel between how we are today and how we were 20 years ago. So we'll say things like, I'm just 10 pounds heavier, or I've lost a bit of muscle, or I'm nowhere near as fit as. I was when I was 20, when you're in the military and you're doing you know, training every day and you're super fit, you are significantly more out of shape. Plus you've got 20 more years on, plus your body's tired and fatigued and injured and damaged, but we still in our mind think we're still pretty close to those good old days. And so when someone says you need help, in our mind, we're probably nowhere near as bad as we think we are because we've attached ourselves to that former life. And it takes a really strong person to be honest with themselves, pull off the, the, the layers and say, you know what, I am living in a body that's just about to die. 
because at any moment something's going to shut down and it's going to be the end of me. And that is really selfish on my family, my kids, my business, my colleagues, my career. Because the moment I go off the planet or the moment I go into hospital or the moment I go horizontal for a few weeks, everyone suffers. So how damn selfish am I to let myself get to the stage where I'm making sure everyone suffers because I failed to prioritize my wellness? Really simple stuff. Wow. Um, man, I, I, man, you're hitting me all in the, in the throat right now, man. Yeah, oh, golly, Mike. Um, Slapping you around, mate. Slapping oh, you around. Gosh, you're, you're swinging for the fences now. Um, but, and, and the part that sat with me is, is living in the past of that super fit, um, for the most part, injury-free um, body to where now um, living in a body that's just about to die. Like, and, and, and crazy part about it is when, when I've gone, I go for a run and I literally have 20 something year old me in my head. Like, why can't I run this seven minute mile? Like, why can't I do it? And like, this mile took me 18 minutes. Like, what is going on? Um, and, and crazy enough, the psychology of, and I love that you brought up the this, this psychological behavior that we, some the things we fall into because of that defeat of just something like running a mile slower than I did causes me not to want to do it again. And I sit Mm. and I, and I went from sitting a day to it's two weeks later and I haven't did anything cardio related just because of that defeat. And just, I, I would say for any man that's out there, just getting connected to a community of people who are just trying to get better each day. And it's an understanding it's a marathon and not a sprint. Um, I know that's what I need. I need community and I'm missing it of folks that really, of men that say, Hey, you got this, man. Like, it's okay. You give yourself some grace. Um, and, and I, when you say living in a body that is just about to die, that is like that, that comes from a place of experience. And, and when you talk to the heart of a man and you share that, that type of statement with them, What's some of the, the, the responses you get back when somebody mm. hears something like that? So I think, again, when the, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And if, if they're in the right space, they'll welcome that. Most guys, if it's done out of love and care and genuine empathy, you can bitch slap them and they'll enjoy it because they know it's done for the right reasons. And everything I do is for the right reasons. I want these guys to get a good slap to get them back on track and they need it. And if they're ready for it, they'll go, thanks, Mike. That's great. Just like you did. I needed a good slap. I was getting off track. I was cheating myself. I was, I was pretending I was living in the past. I was justifying. I was lying to myself. And they're quite happy to be slapped because it gets them back on track. If they're not ready, then it'll be, get out of my face. I'm not ready. Who are you to tell me? You don't know me. You haven't got my life. You don't know my grief. And they'll push back. But eventually, when they're ready, they'll come back and say, you know what? You slapped me last year and I slapped you back. But this year, I'm ready. I really now think I'm ready for the the program. I'm ready to move forward. So it's about being able to slap them, but also leaving that door open. So when they are ready, they can step back through and go, good, 
I've had another six months, I've had a health intervention or my partner's left me or my kids hate me or I can't chase the ball around the park anymore without falling over. All those things start to happen. They suddenly go, you know what? I'm now ready. What do I do? Wow. Yeah. And it's, and again, so much of this is, is in our heads. So, so is. much is, is the mindset. And, and I, it was funny um, a couple years back as I was, I was, I was trying to get back in shape. And even to this day, I was like, man, I need somebody that's going to talk to me crazy. They can, they're going to talk rough to me. And, and like you said, he's a smack me, he's a smack me in the face. And I'm like, all right, I'll do more pushups. Right. And, but it's some of us, the, the degrees of that um, also come from how quickly we could transition from the pushback to, you know what? I believe Mike has my best interests at heart. And, and for a lot of men, um, they, we don't have close relationships like that. They're, they, I mean, I, and again, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but there was nobody that I allowed to get that close to me, to be able to talk to me that way, where I would actually take it to heart. Um, and so they would say it. And like you said, I wouldn't even push back. I would just brawl it off. Like, I'd be like, whatever, they're not talking to me. Me not talking to me. Nah, that doesn't apply to me. And that, that was my pushback. I didn't even acknowledge you. That it was like, whatever, he's not talking to me. And so when you, in this community, because I want people to, to understand the health of being a part of community, what is the power of, of a community like, like the one you've started? So I guess the power is it's a, it's a safe place that guys can come who are on the same journey. They don't get judged they get support, they get guidance, they get motivation, they get information. So we, we have four pillars that we focus around and the, uh, the pillars are food. So we, we talk openly about different diets and we don't advocate different diets. We just help guys who want to get the junk out of their diet, tidy up and clean up their diet, whether they're diehard ketos or they want to be carnivores or paleos, whatever floats your boat, that's okay. You can come into the group and be any type of eating plan. We'll help you get rid of the carbohydrates and the processed foods and the, the you know, crappy sugars. We'll give you the guidance for that, but we, we focus quite heavily on making sure the food you put in your mouth is the best possible food to ditch your dad bought. Then we look at movement. So movement is that fancy word for what you and I used to call exercise. So exercise was the things we did when we were a bit younger. The problem is now we say exercise and most guys over 40 tend to think of the gym or sports or running or cycling, whereas a lot more things are now included in, in movement. So there's the yoga and the Tai Chi and the breathing and the stretching. So movement is one of those critical things that we all have to do, but we have to figure out the right movement. So we've got a lot of guys in the group who are members of gyms or they may have a personal trainer or they may be runners or cyclists or swimmers and that's okay. They go off and do their exercise, but then they come back to the group for a bit of guidance and motivation. So we don't tell them what to do. We don't write programs for them. We just give them guidance and off they go to do their movement. So we look at food, we look at movement, we look at sleep. Sleep's a big one for us. So when guys over 40, when we get to an age and a stage, our bodies really require good quality and good quantity of sleep to repair and rebuild our bodies, especially if we're exercising and eating. So sleep is critically important. And a lot of the time we haven't focused heavily on sleep. So most guys over 40 really haven't thought of sleep as a, as a key part of wellness 
because it's only probably in the last 10 years we've actually understood the psychology and the physiology of sleep and the importance. So we focus on food, movement, sleep, and then mindset. So mindset underpins all of those. So it's the mindset to stay motivated, to eat well, to move daily, to sleep well. So it's what each of the guys needs to come together as a community and encourage them to stay on that dad bod journey. So we focus the entire group around those four pillars. That's absolutely, man, I love, I love that. So you, you got a new member today. I'm 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 coming I'm come, come finding you. I'm come finding you because Good. I don't want to I don't I don't want to hoard you at all because I need <laughs> other men out there to hear this podcast, to watch this video and be connected to Mike Warren and the crew. So Mike, how can people come find you in this community of men? So it's very, very easy, Lawrence. It's uh, the name of the community is Ditch the Dadbot. So it is a free Facebook community. We don't sell products or programs. We don't charge for anything. It's just a bunch of guys who join the Facebook group and you're part of the community and then you get access to all the information and programs. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us anywhere. Anywhere you can type in Ditch the Dadbot will probably pop up but then you'll find us on Facebook is the end game. Join the group, come and be part of the community and uh, ditch the dad bottling and live a long, healthy life with your family and friends. Absolutely love it, Mike. Oh man, I love it. Man, this was a good one. This was a good one. I told y'all, <laughs> it was for me. It was for me more than it was for y'all. Done dusted, um, mate. Done dusted. So thank you so much, Mike, for, for spending uh, this little bit of time with me. I know we're, we're going to become fast friends because I'm, I'm not going to take long to come in and be vulnerable. I'm just telling, I'm just oh, coming I'm, I'm out of shape. Let's do it. <laughs> who got who got some advice and guidance I could have I could use today? Um, so thank you so much for the gift of you um, and all the work that you're doing. Pleasure, Lawrence. Thank you so much. I look forward to uh, letting you stand around the barbecue for a few weeks and have a bit yeah. of a look. And then when you're ready, I'll start to chat to you and you'll be a, a regular dad bod member soon. There we go. There we go. Well, everyone, hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Hot Takes. Please be sure to explore the library for other amazing interviews. Until next time, actions over ideas always win.